Hi, Adrian. How are you? Good. How about you? I'm doing fine. Uh, my first question has to do with Trevor Lawrence and defending him. Uh, any similarities to defending uh, Josh Allen? Given uh, Styles? Uh, he's a mobile quarterback. You know, he has a strong arm and he has some, some good straight line speed. Like if you watched the game last week, he – he put him in a good position to, to to go out there and possibly win the game. So he's one of those guys. If you let out the pocket, he can get scary for you. So you don't want to you don't want to let that happen. Um, one more question. Um, we've been kind of asking different players, uh, you know, kind of the state of the locker room or where you where your mindset is now with two games to play, coming off two losses. Uh, what would you say to that? A win. Win is is that simple? Like, just go out there and do whatever we got to do to win. That's what that's what everybody's thinking about right now. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Next question, Mike Giotti. There you go. Hey, Adrian. Hey. How are you? Good. How about you? Good. Good. Uh, we we're just talking to Devin, um, and I, I asked him about just like the frustration level. And I'm just curious sort of how you how you gauge that based on, you know, obviously not playing your best ball here after Thanksgiving, you know, losing two games in a row here after the bye. Yeah, everybody's frustrated just because uh, we know that we didn't put the best product out there on the field. That's why the mindset this week is just, you know, get back to the basics, do what we got to do to win. Uh, we, we let those two slip and – we can't let this be the third time that happens. So everybody's just kind of buckling down and and you can tell there's, there's kind of a sour taste around the locker room, but but I think it's it's good for us. I think we need that to to be able to motivate us and to go out there and, and win this week. Did did you feel like you know, obviously earlier in the year you guys went through some, you know, some some moments, if you will. You were two and four and you guys never sort of lost faith in that. Can that help you? here now after, again, losing a couple games and the road getting a little rocky? Uh, I mean, we're not in the business of looking back in the past like that. It was, It's more of just kind of seeing what the issues are at hand right now and, and fixing those. And the good thing about it is they're fixable issues. You know, everything that happened in the past two weeks was on us, you know, and not speaking for the offensive side of the ball, but – Defensively, we know that we didn't play the way that we usually play, and, and we weren't in tune. We didn't have the mojo like we like we usually have it. But that's stuff that we can fix. We we correct those mistakes, and we know that Jacksonville is probably going to come out here and do the same thing. Because I mean, if, if I was a coach, I would. So right, uh, we know what we got to fix. It's just up to us to go out there and fix it. Thanks, Adrian. Appreciate it. Thank you. Next question, Evan Lazar. Hey, Adrian, how you doing? Good, man. How about you? Good, thanks. Uh, I wanted to ask you, just watching that game back against Buffalo, uh, how how much do you guys uh, feel like you have to emphasize going forward uh, being more aggressive with the receivers and, and kind of holding them up or jamming them and stuff like that, even if you're not on that man specifically, but maybe you have an opportunity to redirect them or, or hold them up as they come across the middle of the field? Yeah, I think disruption is big for our defense anyway, especially in the in the passing game, getting those receivers off the spot and being able to disrupt the timing. I would mainly say it was 
yeah, we could do a better job of that, but it was more of just actually doing our job, like being in the correct spots and and being where we're needed and, and making the plays that were there for us to make. Like, yeah, we could we could have done better disrupting the timing overall, but the plays are still out there to be made. And that's I think that's where we messed up. Got it. And, and when you face a quarterback like Allen, uh, you know, one thing uh, you to that point, it's his legs are so da- you know he's so dangerous as a runner. And it felt like sometimes guys were maybe overcommitting a little bit to to stopping him and on the scrambles, and and that was pulling guys out of coverage a little. Is that what you mean by being in the right places and stuff? No, it's more of just just forcing the issue when you're playing good quarterbacks and. And quarterbacks who feel comfortable being able to sit in the pocket and take off and run whenever they feel like it, you kind of have to force the force the ball out of their hands. Like, get him to make a a crazy throw. Get him to throw before the receiver breaks out of breaks out of his route. And we just didn't do a great job of that. So uh, we didn't we didn't cover the way that we usually do, and we just didn't affect the quarterback the way that we usually do. So. It wasn't necessarily him getting out of the pocket that killed us. It was more of just letting him be on time with his throws or even being able to sit in the pocket and, and give his receivers time to to uh to make those throws. Got it. Thanks, Andrea. Mm-hmm. And we'll do a final question from Ann Steele. Hey Adrian, how you doing? Good, good. How about you? Good. Good, good. Um, I'm looking through Twitter last night and I see you tweet, first of all, uh, rest in peace, John Madden. Mm-hmm. And then I, I go onto your page. It says you're a husband, a gamer, and you're somewhat athletic, which yeah. I think you should give yourself a little bit. More <laughs> but that's beside the point. Uh, the gamer thing stuck out to me after you mentioned John Madden. Uh, where is the Madden video game, you know, on the list of games that you play and just your thoughts on John Madden today after his passing? Yeah, Madden is definitely one of the one of the most famous games out there. And I grew up playing it and seeing how he affected so many lives, like where I grew up and like people didn't really, they didn't really understand the full uh, grasp of, of what, what John Madden did and just like growing up as a kid and playing that game with your friends, like it was amazing. That was something that you look forward to every year. And then as you get older, you kind of start hearing about uh, what he did as a coach and what he did during broadcasting and all those stuff, all that stuff kind of, kind of comes together and you see what type of figure that he actually was and how he affected so many lives. Like we, kids played that game to be on the game. You know, you know, uh, you always created yourself and, and put yourself in the game in, in hopes of one day that you would actually be a character on the game. And, and you know, uh, he changed a lot of lives and he, he motivated a lot of kids out there. He motivated me for sure, because I know my, one of my main motivations was I always wanted to be on the game. And, and it's cool to actually do that. I feel like talking to, you know, younger players and even yourself, like you just mentioned, once you see yourself in Madden, that's kind of how you feel like you made the league. Is you, that made you made it. Like you made it. Also, you also want to do stuff like actually on the field, but you see yourself in Madden, and if you got a good rate and you're like, dang, like, <laughs> I made it. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Thanks, Adrian. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you.